This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. One of my many adventures that life has taken me through was a trip to Japan when I was in my 20s. I had joined a team of creative visionaries. Truthfully, they were a bunch of computer nerds, but we ended up creating an interactive CD-ROM game called The Journeyman Project. And Bondi, the Japanese company that owns Godzilla, licensed our game for distribution in Asia and invited our whole team out for the Macworld Expo in Tokyo. So there we all were at this massive trade show booth, being treated like rock stars from America, shaking hands with execs and making deals and thinking of our bright futures in this booming new CD-ROM technology. Well, that's partly true. The computer nerds I worked with were doing that. I was trying to figure out how I could ask this really cute Japanese girl working our trade show booth out on a date. Let's call her Imiko because that was her name. Now, she didn't speak a word of English, and my Japanese was very, very, very rusty. But a friend of mine from high school was actually living in Japan. His Japanese was spot on, and while my nerdy friends were thinking about the long-term aspects of their careers, I was thinking about the short-term aspects of mine. As fate would have it, my friend John played the role of interpreter and helped me put into place my romantic plans of winning this young girl's heart at least for a week or so. As it turned out, she was not only very cute, she was also very wealthy and came from a very powerful family. Her family owned the equivalent of the New York Times newspaper in Tokyo, and there was no way they were going to let some long-haired American rock star with a nerd twist take their daughter out without being very, very heavily supervised. But John, my interpreter, being a negotiation specialist himself, did in fact manage to get me a date with this girl. Now, it would be me, her, her mother, and John for dinner. Now, I wasn't exactly sure when it would happen, but I was in. The date was definitely on. Now, that night, I took a trip on the train to a very trendy area of Japan, an area called Roppongi, where the trains stop running at 7 p.m., but the bars are open till the trains start running again in the morning. Now, I was with some of my nerd associates who asked, are you really going to pull an all-nighter here? You're an hour by train from the hotel. But it didn't matter to me. Life was an adventure, and at this point, I was in the front seat. Now, the details that followed are a long story in and of themselves, and I'll save that story for another episode. But what I can tell you is that I didn't make it back to the hotel until almost 8 a.m. I climbed into bed, definitely a bit hungover and in need of serious sleep. I was out like a light. But like the ringing bells of Quasimodo's tower, the phone rang at 9 a.m. sharp. I struggled for the phone. I put it to my ear and I said, Hello? The voice on the other end speaking perfect Japanese said, Moshi, moshi. And I said, who, who is this? The voice again said, Moshi, moshi. I said, Is this Emiko? The voice said, Moshi, moshi. I said, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't speak any Japanese. Is this Imiko's mama? Is this about the date? The voice came back and said, Moshi, moshi. I said, please, please, just slow down, as if that was going to do me any good. Like if the voice just spoke slower Japanese, I'd understand. Moshi, moshi. Now this went on for like five minutes, me trying to make this person understand that I wasn't understanding them at all. And I just kept saying... Who, who is this? Who is this? And they just kept saying, moshi, moshi, I was getting frustrated and mad, and all of a sudden it dawned on me. This was the recorded voice from the concierge of the hotel saying, Good morning. 
This is your 9 a.m. wake-up call. Now, I've told this story for years, and I laugh every time when I'm reminded of how important face-to-face communication is in any language. USC professor Albert Melrabian's study concluded that 55% of communication is body language, 38% is voice and tone, and only 7% is the spoken word, which actually reminds me of a joke. A man walks into a doctor's office and says, Doctor, I have this terrible problem. My voice is very low. It's very socially unacceptable. The doctor says, can I ask you a personal question? The man says, of course, doctor, you can ask me anything you like. The doctor says, are you a very large man? Are you very heavily endowed? The man says, well, yes, doctor, I am quite large. The doctor said, well, there's an operation we can perform where we remove several inches and it can affect the tonal quality of your voice. The man said, I would appreciate it, doctor, if you could help me out in any manner. Well, the doctor performs the operation and the guy gets off the table and says to the doctor, says, doc, I feel like I've been given a new lease on life. Thank you. Thank you. And he runs off into the world. Well, a couple of weeks later, he shows up back at the doctor's offices and says, doc, I got to tell you, my social life has skyrocketed but my sex life is way down. Is, is there any way I can get the inches back? And the doctor says, well, I'm afraid that's a bit impossible at this point in time. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. <laughs>